Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Appreciate you joining me again today. Our chapter day journey has us in 2 Samuel chapter 18. It was verse 33 that resonated this morning. It says, The king was shaken. He went up to the room over the gateway and wept. And as he went, he said, Oh, my son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, if only I had died instead of you. Oh, Absalom, my son, my son. Today's podcast is entitled, Unlike Father, Unlike Son. A few years ago, I ran into some old friends of the family whom I had not seen since I was a teenager 40 years ago. And when the gentleman looked at me, he exclaimed, my goodness, there's no mistaking who you are. You look just like your old man. <laughs> As I get older, the more comments I get about looking like my father. Chip off the old block, they say, of children who become like their parents. As Wendy and I spent time with our grandchildren this past week in the UK, couldn't help but have the requisite conversations regarding who each of them resembles in the family. Not just with looks, but even in personality and temperament. And it's interesting the ways we are similar and dissimilar from our parents, isn't it? This morning I found it interesting to think about not the similarities between David and Absalom, but the contrast between David and his rebellious patricidal son Absalom. As a young man, David was anointed king, but he refused to take the life of Saul or take the throne by force. He waited and suffered for years to let God's plan unfold on its own. Absalom, on the other hand, schemed and plotted to take the throne and kingdom away from his father in a coup d'etat. David was a warrior with blood on his hands, but he also passed on opportunities to kill his enemies, and he even ordered his generals to afford Absalom both respect and gentleness. Absalom, on the other hand, was more indiscriminate. He killed his own brother out of revenge and arguably would not have afforded his old man the same courtesy that his father sought to afford him. David Lord knows, man, he made his share of mistakes, but he also acknowledged his failures when confronted with them. While not perfect, David's self-awareness led to humility, and he was constantly aware that even the king was subject to a higher authority. Throughout the story, Absalom's actions appear to have been motivated by anger and pride and hatred. His actions were a pursuit of vengeance and ultimately the pursuit of personal gain. I was struck this morning as I pictured David mourning for the son who had caused him and the kingdom so much injury. I imagine what Absalom would have done had he been successful at stealing the throne and confronting his father. And I can't picture Absalom being as gracious and forgiving. You know, as a parent and grandparent, I am fully aware of the ways our daughters have inherited my DNA, how they each have been affected by my words and actions, both positively and negatively. I believe David was aware of this as well. He understood that the seed of Abraham's rebellion took root in the wake of David's own moral and relational failures. 
It did not absolve Absalom of his poor choices, but it afforded David the ability, much like the father in Jesus' parable of the prodigal son, to be gracious in his attitude toward his son. This morning in the quiet, I find myself thinking about motivations and character, family, and choices. And we don't get to choose our family. We must all play the hand that we're dealt in that regard. As I progressed in my own life journey, I've discovered that there's a fine line between acknowledging and understanding the ways our parents and family system affected us and using that knowledge as an excuse for our own poor choices. I think David and Absalom, father and son, are great examples of living on opposite sides of that line. I hope you have a great day, my friends. Beginning with New Work Week. Let's do it well. We'll be back here tomorrow.